laugh as soon as we get into it. You know, there's no, content no. already. So, so, Kieran, I heard you uh, shook it out this week. I shook it out? Shook it off? Shook it off? Uh, you were at Florence and the Machine? I was, I was. Uh, amazing show. Shake it out. You sh- shaked it out. Sh- uh, uh, I was fucking Florence the Machine. Um, the lady named Florence was amazing. Very good. Full of energy. Great performance live. We'll say, disappointed there was no machinery on stage. Wait, wait. It's not just machine instruments? No. No, no, it, it was a band. It's, it was a band. band. There was people. One of them was playing a fucking harp. A harp isn't a piece of fucking machinery. It's a fucking harp. And so I, mean, I got, you know, I pretty, was, I was pretty, excited pretty cool. to see. How this. many artists are going around with a harp? You know, I, I know, right? But it's, it's. I was excited to go to. Was see... Was a harp solo? Exactly right. I, in my head, when my friend said, "Hey, do you want to go see Florence and the Machine?" I was like, "I know her music. I imagined a lady surrounded by beautiful machinery." Meeting OHS standards, being in her hard hat, work boots, fluorescent kind of overalls, because you can't be working around machinery without some kind of safety precautions and singing at the same time. I got the singing part. The rest of it, no. She was wearing this beautiful dress that was very flowy and very spinny. It was not fucking OHS suitable. Didn't have a hard hat. Didn't have work boots. <laughs> she was wearing no shoes, actually. She was barefooted. I mean, mad that's lass. a danger in any workplace. Exactly. Fucking running around. She was in the crowd. Like, he, she's a mad lass. Um, but no, yeah, Florence the Machine was um, absolutely amazing. You know, my, Where was it? My Thursday night. Yeah, Thursday night. Where? Yeah. Uh, at Rod Laver Arena. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a good venue. That was nice. It was yeah. not too big. Um, our tickets were pretty good, actually. We were pretty close in terms of... Well, pretty close, even though we were on like the upper level we still had a really great view um but yeah no it was good um and then driving home nothing eventful happened whatsoever i drove home and got safely home in one piece without any kind of near misses or accidents or potential damage being done to my car all right well sounds like all right, okay, Ash, I know you're looking at me like this. It's okay. Yes, something happened <laughs> to my... to record RK Couch. What? What? Something did happen, okay? Okay. Something... Pothole. ...did happen. No. Two potholes. No. Giant pothole. It was giant. It wasn't a fucking a pothole. A mecha pothole. No, it wasn't a fucking... Mecha. No, fucking... Skippy the kangaroo came at me. Whoa, that's a big get. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was um, driving home, it was like, oh, what, 20 past 12, th- like Friday morning. Driving, pitch black, you know, had to go back road because I drop it, dropped my friend off uh, in the outer suburbs. And uh, Skippy the kangaroo was like, <laughs> he didn't, you know what? He didn't do his stop, look, listen, think. He didn't do any of those. He didn't things. look both ways. He yeah. didn't look both ways. He didn't fucking listen. He didn't think. He just fucking started skipping across think, the oh, road. He didn't think, oh, what are these giant lights in the exactly. middle of this open section? Start skipping across the Coming road. Coming closer. I go, oh, shit. And swerve. Because it was already... I couldn't break because if I broke, I would have just hit... You would have lost control of the car. I would have either lost control of the car or my car's brakes are really good. So I don't think I would have lost control. But I would have hit the kangaroo square on no matter what. And if I'd hit okay. the kangaroo going square onto it, 
I I'd be I'd be in like your position. I would be looking for a new car most likely. Um, because my car's fine. I've got it back. So, <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> At the time, we didn't know that, but no, I definitely think if I'd hit it head on, um, I would have written my car off and maybe done some serious damage to myself because it was a big kangaroo. Um, yeah. it was it was a big kangaroo. Um, but no, I swerved. It hit my side of my car instead, uh, putting a dent into like the front passenger side panel. Uh, kind of. Wait, slight- so did you clip the back, or did you did did it go into the side of your car? It ran into the side of the car, so it was like okay. It was running like across the road, like it started okay. running across the road as I'm approaching it, and so. So the- you went to cut it off with the side of your car. Well, I just was trying to avoid it because I couldn't go left because left was going into the pitch uh, black the- bush yeah, or that's woods. A fair point. Yeah. And I, I one way straight, yes. yeah, so, yeah. So or like one one lane each, yeah. yeah, one lane each. There wasn't like a double lane. It's a very small back, like kind of country lane. Um, so the only option was to go right, and hopefully cut it off at the pass. I didn't cut it off at the. Well, I kind of did. Um, it yeah, most of it off the pass. Yeah. It, um, Wait, was your friend in the passenger seat? At this no, point, I was or? on my own at this point. Okay. So this is good. this comes to the second part of the story, which I don't I haven't said to, to you guys yet, but I did say this in the group okay. chat because I had to break Dylan's heart because I wasn't coming to Melbourne over the weekend to go to the game expo because mm. I was I wasn't gonna push my luck with my car. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um but no, hit hit the side, yeah, dent in it, ripped slightly ripped off the wing mirror, um a couple gouges or scratches in the front of the uh, car before anybody asks i don't know what happened to the kangaroo i don't know if it lived i don't know if it knocked itself out i don't know shit because by the time i Did like stop i stopped like a good like maybe a couple like a hundred or so meters down the fucking road but it was that pitch black that i couldn't see anything there so i was... didn't turn around no i didn't you because I was slightly in shock at the fact that I just hit a kangaroo. No, that's fair. Um, and you know. yeah, I was relieved that I was actually did minimal damage to my car. Minimal, it's still bad. Um, so I did. You know, I got home. I did the the adult thing of going through the insurance claim, and I couldn't help but feeling the entire time I did the insurance claim that I went and got the quote from the repairer. I couldn't help but just have people like I don't know like. Reading over my insurance claim when I after I wrote it, I was like, fuck, I think I'm full of shit. I was on my own late at night on a country road that I couldn't exactly tell them exactly where on this road I was because it was a big fucking road. And I didn't really stop to take the GPS coordinates down when I stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just said, look, it was somewhere along this road. And I explained it and I'm like, well... You know, it could be a fucking good way of me trying to cover something else up, but... Uh, what are they... How are they going to check that up, though? You know? I don't know. This is the thing. And this Do they have, like, a, their own unit that goes out and goes well, that's checking the out thing. the roadkill on the so. side of the this road? Where... Or like... And then when I took it to the, the auto mechanic, he's looking, around, he's looking over it. And even, like, I'm listening to myself talk about this. And from the two, three seconds I saw the kangaroo and swerved around it... It looked fucking massive. It looked huge. Like, it looked like a good six foot. And, like, when I'm talking like about the, it... Like the buff kangaroo. Like the buff yeah. kangaroo. So when I'm talking to this guy about it, and the, the, the mechanic that I was talking to the assessment was great. He was talking to me about it. He was, he, I think, you know, he seemed to believe me. Um, I'm sure it happens was, a yeah, lot. Yeah, I'm sure it happens a lot more with kangaroos. 
Um, but like even like you know talking about it, I'm like I'm saying this kangaroo was six foot, which is like my height, and mm-hmm. you know it just sounds like somebody telling a talk. I don't know. It was it was a it was, and that com- combined with that combined with me on Friday having to message Dylan and be like, hey, I'm not coming to this convention slash game expo because I, I hit a kangaroo with my car last night. It sounds like a shit excuse for not going to Melbourne and not wanting to see Dylan. And, you know, well, you know. We, we meme about shit excuses for reasons whenever we're going to Melbourne about why we can't make it or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. and I, and I, what do you mean we? <laughs> as a group, you know? As a group, um, we all worry about something getting in the way, like a random family baptism that comes out of nowhere. Um, oh, like that kind you of know, thing. You know, they happen. So, the yeah. random baptism six months ahead, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know. I don't know. Maybe you paid off that kangaroo to come out of nowhere. Maybe. I don't know. You I, know um, just to do some damage to your car. Maybe. I think I... Uh, look, I'm, I'm happy. I'm grateful that I'm okay. I'm grateful that my car yes. isn't that damaged. Uh, sure, dealing with insurance fucking sucks. Um, and it continues my, you know, 12 months of car hell. That I've been through, um, where this is like I think the, it's been more than twelve. It's uh, no, it's roughly twelve months. Has it's it roughly twelve months because it we, was. How long have we been doing this podcast? We've been doing this podcast about twelve months, <laughs> and it was roughly March last year that I cracked my windscreen, and cracking my windscreen was what started everything off. Um, because I didn't, I cracked my windscreen. I uh, I drove slash turned my car into the pole while trying to park at home. Then I started in June, and that was May. June, July, I started my string of uh, wheels and tires. Um, and then, yeah, now we come to, to March. Um, and now it's, yeah, damage to my driver's side, which fucking sucked. Um, but, you know, Forest Machine maybe the best, like, she is, like, the best... Um, artist i've ever seen play live and the best person i've ever heard sing live um mm. you have to go to the people you know um y- you often worry that like people who record these massive ballads in the studio how can they perform live are they going to be as good live and then it's like this she does it as good live but on top of that she's also running around interacting with the audience dancing um having a great time like it's it's yeah it's it's impressive to say the very least for that so that was the shining point um of of that one and then i've had like the most not even chill but like yeah we've got a public holiday here tomorrow we're recording on a sunday i've got a public holiday uh on monday what public holiday labor day labor day yeah we have labor day um so there's that, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's it's my life. It's it's eventful. It's yeah. Uh, I can't. Yeah. Good good times. So, uh, D- Kieran, you know what? What starts up next week? Fucking AFL. Let's go. Yeah. Oh no, I'm going to Melbourne <laughs> on Sunday. Fuck, it's okay. <laughs> First I mean... game of the season. Who are you playing? <laughs> uh, Essendon. We got Essendon. Fuck. If only it was the Kangaroos, that would have been funny. Oh, game. that would have been. I would. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already nervous about Essendon because um, Essendon, we played Essendon round one the year that they kind of got off of the, not got off of, but like the, the drug ban stuff lifted. So they got all their players back. Yeah. And I remember that game was a really tough loss for us because it got, to, it, 
even though it's nice for them, but they got to have a happy start to their year. They had this whole nobody like, likes that. They had this whole like <laughs> promo thing, being like, "This is our comeback story," and it was just one of those things. It was just ugh. so. I hope we, um, I hope we win. I really hope we win. We've got the youngest side. Um, yeah, you're, you're massively, massive rebuild. Massive rebuild. You took Jack Gunston from me. That's the one that hurts, right? <laughs> I didn't give a fuck about Tom Mitchell. I couldn't give a fuck about Jaeger. Um, the retirements are retirements. Jack Gunston is one of my favorite players, and the mm. fact that he went to Brisbane and I, look, I hope for the best for him that he has as good of an ending to his career as Isaac Smith is having with Geelong because yeah. Um, Isaac Smith is, you know, it's bittersweet coming off him getting a Norm Smith last year in the in the grand final. He, um, yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's a bit of a machine, a bit of a gun. But um, yeah, to see Jack Gunston um, line up in Brisbane is gonna it's gonna hurt. It's gonna be sad. Yeah, he's uh, he's gonna go down in uh, probably in the annals of Brisbane hit Lions history is like Brisbane Lion greats like uh, <sighs> Luke Hodge and Grant Birchall. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I <laughs> I'm glad Grant Birchall was. Not glad, but like Grant Bertrand had a quiet time at Brisbane, whereas like I think Luke Hodge had a great time down there, and I think he did a lot to yes. kind of cement set us up to set us up for the success you currently have. Set us up as a destination club. I think you kind <laughs> of need to. You guys need to win a premiership like this year or next year. I mean, the pressure's on this season. I feel like, like if they don't do it, your forward line is insane. Like looking at I it mean, from yeah. From, you know, like uh, having Danaher up there, now having Gunston. I'm a big fan of Lincoln McCarthy. I think McCarthy's a great player. Oh, he's so good. You've now Crazy. added into your midfield, you've added Josh Dunkley. Like, yep. y- y- your midfield. Then we got the, probably the 2023 rising star in it, Will Ashcroft. So. No, no. He's going to be the runner up um, to Cam McKenzie from Hawthorne. Uh, Who? Uh, that's, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's a whole thing. Um, but no, um, yeah, I think you guys need to win it this year. I know it's looking very good for both Geelong and Melbourne still. Um, I really, in this is going to be like the bitter, uh, opposition fan in me come out, but I really hope that Maxi Gorn and Brody Grundy just have a terrible time together. They don't work. I hope they, they keep, don't burn. They, don't they both go up the rock at the same time. It's like, <laughs> the same thing. It doesn't, it doesn't rocking, make sense. They're rocking against themselves. <laughs> Um. Yeah. No. I. I hope it doesn't work. You know. Um. Melbourne's definitely club for me. I just. I don't like Melbourne anymore. They've had enough success. They've had enough. Oh, it's not even enough success. But just. They sucked for so long. <laughs> and you know it's cool. You get around to it. You start playing well. But like. There's something really, and I think this is because of previous work colleagues being massive Melbourne fans. There's just something really satisfying about them losing. About them coming up <laughs> short like that. That. There was nothing there. It was 2018 where they beat Hawthorne in the um, semis. And because we squeaked through into a fourth place that we really shouldn't have had that year. And they beat us in a semi and then went on to play West Coast and they got fucking destroyed by West Coast in Perth. That was very satisfying to watch. Um, But no, I think we've got. an interesting year of football ahead. Um, more umpires on the ground. So hopefully yeah, that, that was an interesting addition to the the practice matches. Just uh, a yeah. set umpire for each of the the forward fifties. I really 50s. hope. I really hope it fixes stuff. We, like we're not getting umpires who are calling free kicks from like a hundred meters away. 
Like, yes. I, I hope that cuts that crap out because that's always really frustrating when the umpire closest to the action doesn't call it, but somebody else 100 meters away calls it. You're like, well, what the fuck? Okay. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting year in terms of, you know, I think Frio is going to have a good year this year. Uh, I think Doggies are going to be back in it. Um, and then, you know, there's teams like Sydney and Carlton who had great years last year and you wonder, okay, are they going to, to kick off? And it's interesting that it's March and we are, we're back at it in terms of all sports. Um, Formula One had the Bahrain Grand Prix last weekend. Yep. Um, it has signaled potentially the worst possible start except for fucking, um, except for Alonso doing Alonso things. It just did not make me excited for the rest of the Formula One season. Hmm. Max and Checo in the Red Bull is so far ahead of everybody else. They're so far ahead and it's so fucking boring. Like, the only way... Like, <laughs> like, I think the only way but like somebody else gets a podium as it's currently looking is if... If they fuck up. If both of them <laughs> fuck up or if they take a like a really heavy grid penalty but even if they take grid penalties we already know like you know from all the way back in 2019 was it brazil 2019 or 2020 where uh lewis hamilton took a 25 place grid penalty for that how's race. that possible um it's just it stacks up and it doesn't i think it either you started from the pits there's only 20 or, places yes but it was <laughs> it, officially it was 25 um, and then he came and he won the whole thing. Like it is for these cars yeah. because there is such a disparity in the the top head runners top, compared yeah. to everybody else. Um, it's stuff like that is is very common now. So, um, not great. Um, I hope that gets better. I hope Mercedes decides to just ditch what they were doing with the the minimal side pods and just copy Red Bull a little bit and get a competitive <laughs> car. Uh, just you know, it kind of put their hands up and admit that hey, we fucked up. Our plan isn't working. We'll just go this way. Mm. Um, but yeah, Aston Martin being good is interesting. Uh, I think yeah. Fernando Alonso kind of deserves to have a good car. He's a fun driver to watch. Um, but yeah, I think it, it, it's weird that in terms of sport and everything, especially in Australia, it's like March until sport really kicks off. Like we have the Premier League going on. And that's you know England's weird timetable of September through to um, May every year. Um, yep. you know, you get to see weird events like Man United so, getting fucking drummed seven yeah. 0 by Liverpool. Seven 0 baby. Oh, that's <laughs> a, that's a, that's and a, then we went and lost against uh, fucking whoever one 0 the other day. Oh Terrible. really? Oh. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't back it up. And um, you can yeah. also tell, and this is where my, I don't know, maybe my winners bias or my like, what's different with Hawthorne? Where I'm excited. I love watching Hawthorne no matter what, and I will always like, um, I always watch AFL games, and I'll always watch Hawthorne games, even if we fucking suck, which you know, looks like we're gonna have a rough year this year. But I'm still gonna go to ten games this year. Um, we'd like the Premier League. If Chelsea are bad, I don't care. <laughs> if Chelsea are bad, <laughs> I will. I will not be interested. If Chelsea are doing well. Every like kind of Monday, Tuesday, I'll watch all the highlights of all the games. I'll be more keeping up with um, stuff like Ben Foster's podcast and stuff like that. It's just yeah, um, I think as a whole, and I know this is starting to um, a sports podcast, sports talk at yeah. this time. But you know, what else are we going to do when Dylan's not here? I know, absolutely. How do you think you know? How do you think Dylan went? He was alone in Melbourne. 
I mean, it was fine. Yeah, he, I'm sure he had a good time. He, he, you know, he he got to live it up in the game expo. Um, yeah, you know, he he went to the Stevo. Yeah, he did go to Stevo. Yes, yeah, I did see that. I did see that last night. Um, no, I'm like, yeah, it's... yeah. You're upset you missed it. <laughs> I'm I'm frustrated that I missed it. I think it would have been fun. Um, it wasn't like going to be a big event in terms of like pack scale. It was just going to be I was just going to come hang out yesterday uh, on Saturday. But um, I'm interested to see what his um opinions, opinions. and his view on the yeah. game expo were because I think from the 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 screenshots I've seen, I wasn't overly um impressed impressed by by what i saw i think it very much looked like an event that was like if you're not going there to play games it doesn't have much on but that might be you know very different um i'm i'm excited and i'm i hope more people you know support the game expo and support events like it um i think melbourne has supernova coming in like a couple weeks time um which i'll probably be going down with some friends with so that'll be fun um but yeah, it is it is kicking off with Adventure Time to Melbourne. You know, I'm not going to drive to Melbourne, so next week I think Dad's driving, and then uh, and whenever oh, I then go, you'll get there safely. Yeah, 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 exactly, and get home. <laughs> you know what? It's never on the way there; it's always on the way home. Like, well, that tells you you, you shouldn't. It's telling you don't go back. Well, this, this is the shit thing. My friend had actually offered before I left. Before I, when I dropped them off, they're like, "Hey, are you sure?" You don't want to just stay here the night and then go down. And I was like, no, 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 I'll be right. I'll be good. Like, it's an easy drive, blah, 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 blah. Um, Not anymore. No. <laughs> it's frustrating. Um, but, yeah, that's what it is. It happens. Um, we've got another, yeah, a week ahead with with footy and just, yeah. Well, before we wrap up, I want to do some predictions, you know. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Okay, so, so. Um yeah, so a lot of play- outlets, like, obviously doing predictions for this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so uh, who is going to be the Wooden Spooners this year? West Coast. I think it's going to be North Melbourne again. I think North Melbourne are going to get the opening new coach buff. I think at the start of the season, they'll get a couple extra wins. Um, and then they'll peter out going forward with their list and their depth problems. But all I've heard is, te- like, all I've heard and seen is like terrible things about West Coast right now. West Coast do not look like they are a positively moving team. Um, I don't think they fixed a lot of the issues that they had last year, even though they had the that rough start with um, with COVID at the start of the year last year. Mm. I don't think. I think they're they're because I think they're in a weird spot where they haven't committed to just going. Just to rebuild, to rebuild yeah. yet, which is why I love what Hawthorne's done. Like I think it's drastic, but and we lost Jack Gunston, but <laughs> I think it's it's fantastic just to be like you know what, fuck it, let's just go young. Let's start putting in, um, let's start putting in kids. Let's have our team be built around you know fantastic youth like Jai Newcomb. Let's put in a great potential captain with James Sicily stepping into the captain's role this year. Um, yeah, I think I think it'll be interesting going forward. Whereas other teams, North Melbourne, um, have kind of been rebuilding for the last twenty years. What it feels like, um, yeah. So yeah, for Wooden Spooners, for me, it's definitely West Coast. What about you? You've got North. What did you say? I got, I got North Melbourne. I think yeah, but I don't, just, they don't have the the players. <laughs> Simple as that. You know, sure. You know, um, 
He's a good coach, but, you know, can't complete miracles for 23 weeks in a row. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? All right. Uh, biggest improvers. What team's going to improve the most this season? Um, improve uh, Adelaide. Actually, that's a really easy one. Adelaide. I think Adelaide's a, a sneaky chance to get into the eight, eight this year. I think um, they put in a really positive year in growth last year, um, and I think they've got some really good talent on their books. So they're going to be they're going to be growing um, a, a lot more compared to the other ones. And then other than Adelaide, I think uh, Gold Coast are in for a good year this year, and I think hopefully they're going to play finals this year, and that they're going to. Um, go deep into finals. Hopefully, if they can keep their stars healthy and fit. Yeah, Gold Coast is my pick. Uh, you know, they get Ben King for the season. Hopefully, by the oh, second half of the year, he like, gets confidence in his body. <laughs> then, you know, these, he can go back to young, tall forwards. Ways. At the, like, was, we're going through it in Hawthorne with Mitch Lewis, where it's like, they're just like Bambi on fucking ice. Like they're growing mm. really well, but they've just they're just injury prone so early. So, um, you know, Max King has just um, he's going to be out for a while. I think he's out for the year. Or is he out for a while? I can't remember. It's one of the two um, over at St Kilda. So hopefully Ben King yeah. gets up. And this is you know what? If we have another year, because last year Ben was out for the year and Max played, we're going to get to a a, a Mackay situation again where we don't know if there actually are two brothers still. Or if it's just the one brother <laughs> just a... playing for each of the teams in rotation. <laughs> it's just trying to bank two checks. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, you know, there was that long period of time where the, uh, I think it's Harry and Ben Mackay for Carlton and North Melbourne. They went through, like, a couple-year period where whenever their teams played, one of them wasn't available to play. No, they just don't want to risk playing against each other. <laughs> well, no, it's n- they don't want to risk the fact of them potentially um, missing out and, and, you know, being... Their their uh, their schemes revealed. All right, uh, who have you got a uh, rising star? I said Will Ashcroft. I've got yeah. Cam McKenzie from uh, from Hawthorne. Um, uh, I'm okay. excited at how well he fit into our team in the Packy match. So uh, I think he's going to be in round one. So I'm excited to see. I mean, he does goes. the advantage of uh, playing on a team with uh, without ne- looking nearly <laughs> Josh Dunkley in the that midfield. Is, so that is thing. I mean, that is an advantage yeah, in getting 100%. that award. Yeah, I feel like. Um, common medalist most goals in 2023. It's gonna be fucking Jeremy Cameron. He's either gonna be Jeremy Cameron or um Tom. Uh, what is the dickhead's name? Lynch. Yeah, Tom Lynch. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Lynch him. Um, no, it'll be either Jeremy Cameron or Tom Lynch. Um, Jeremy Cameron as a Hawthorne supporter, I have to dislike because he plays for Geelong. But God, he's so good at scoring. He's so good at kicking goals. <laughs> it is frustrating. Um, seeing him and Tomahawk together um, is, you know, I have... Um, I've always said Tom Hawkins has the most punchable face in footy. And to have him <laughs> having such a good partner with um, with Jeremy Cameron, I think they're, they're a great duo. And, uh, yeah, I think you'll see him winning another Coleman. Uh yeah, it's probably probably Jeremy Cameron. Yeah, it's hard to hard to bet against him. And I'll never, you know what? I kind of can't help but like Jeremy Cameron after the the viral videos from after the of him giving the premiership, giving a premiership medal to a cow. No, it's a cow. 
Was it a cow? It was a cow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and just seeing him just be fucking plastered talking to that cow. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, Brownlow pick. Uh, this is a hard one, I think, this year. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Patrick Cripps again. Okay. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go Took Miller. You know? Oh, that's if Gold Coast are going to overperform this season. He has to be the catalyst of it. <laughs> if he doesn't have a great season, uh, they're not going to make the finals. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I, I feel like a lot of other names you could throw out are now supported by other players who I feel are going to take votes off them. Yeah, <laughs> Like Lockie true. Neal, I feel like, is going to get a struggle to get as many votes as he has in the past because he's going to have Josh Dunkley, mm. uh, you know, accruing points next to him. So, yeah. Uh, Unless they win every single game of the season, so then it's very dif- it's very difficult. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think it's um, I think you'll get that general, especially you know, um, either that or I think, I guess Clayton Oliver is always going to have Petrarca taking votes off him as well. Yep. Um, I think it could be a good year for Danger Field. Could be. He doesn't have Selwood there taking votes off him anymore, even though Selwood didn't always take votes, but you would always know that like. There'd be a couple games a year, so would just kind of be a juggernaut for and just destroy. Yeah, um, would just yeah take those votes and how close the tallies are now. It could be a difference of just those couple games. All right, and who is so who's the premiers and the runners up? Uh, I'm going to say it's a Geelong Western Bulldogs grand final, and I'm going to say I'm going to say Geelong's going to. Geelong will take it again. Uh, I'm going to go Geelong, Brisbane, and Brisbane will win. You know, no bias. I score. hope that's right. Uh, no, <laughs> I hope that's right. I do. I do hope so. Um, but Brisbane just seemed to fall over at the last hurdle. Yeah, they seem to look great, and then they don't when it matters. Then yeah, haven't quite succeeded in finals. So mm. that'll be the key. So hopefully this season. If everything gels together. Alright, let's record our kick out. <laughs> <laughs>